Hi, everyone, and welcome to Television. It's the podcast, an audio companion to the Television's website, and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Bogger-Miles, and I'm the editor here at Television's. And joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Miss Annie Bundle. Hello. Happy New Year. doing a new year's episode <gasps> i know we don't we just had a lot of content to talk about yeah we really do and because this is our last podcast of the year slash first podcast of the year we have guests yeah just so you guys know we're definitely recording this before new year's so um <laughs> because mark would have killed us if we'd done it on new year's yeah, oh my god right like so a little bit of timey-wiminess is happening but we have a full house today on the show we are being joined by contributors contributors i can talk i haven't taken off for the holidays just yet um emma o'neill deedle and janet mulaney are here to uh look back on the year that was with us hi y'all hi hi <laughs> i i can't believe we have four people on the pod again it's like uh, what, what when was the last time we did this I know I'm really not probably last year's wrap up episode. <laughs> I know because I always get really anxious. We we we're really high tech and high end here at this professional show. Uh, I'm always concerned that like that Google's video capabilities will not be able to handle this conversation. <laughs> I I think we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, though uh, I I definitely think that we need to like try and keep this to an hour. So instead of gossiping about our cats, um, though we are praying that that. Whichever baker or hammer is sleeping in the closet. It's hammer. Ham- oh, yeah. Just a little warning. If you hear loud thuds or me squealing, it's because Hammer is currently asleep on uh, two shelves above my head. And when he decides he wants to get down, he will probably do so via my head. So well. thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> um, let us discuss what we loved this year in 2023. And I'm going to ask Emma as our newest contributor to go first. Well, 2023 for me was a year of a lot of um, highly anticipated TV. I was really looking forward to seasons two of Heartstopper, Good Omens, Our Flag Means Death, and they all delivered. Uh, But the things that I loved the most in 2023 were actually really unexpected, um, kind of hidden gems. Um, The uh, rom-com Rye Lane that came out early in the year, um, not a TV show, a movie, but an extremely good one, uh, was absolutely delightful and I recommend it to anybody. It was a real, I think, a real crowd pleaser. Um, and the uh, bizarre sci-fi uh, TV show, The Lazarus Project, which has the second season on its way, was definitely my favorite new show of 2023. And that was a total surprise. I had no idea that I was going to like it as much as I did. And I thought it was a near-perfect show. So those were, those were my favorites. Some expected and some really unexpected. Janet, what was your favorite thing that you watched this year? Oh, gosh. I liked a lot of stuff. Um, What was I really excited about? Well, I was absolutely delighted that World on Fire came back, and I just hope it comes back next season. Um, I also like Tom Jones um, because it's been a while since we had a fun um, historical. I absolutely forgot that aired in the year of our Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why we do this show. (laughs) And, um, you know, I had a list and I thought it was lying on my desk and I pick it up and it says bread, cheese. It's a shopping (laughs) list. Um, I really enjoyed the bread and cheese this year. Those Um, are always winners. (laughs) Um, I love that. I saw very few movies this year. Um, I saw Chevalier, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. Wonderful, wonderful movie. I really wanted to see Napoleon until I read the reviews of it. But <laughs> <laughs> as in so many cases, you know, you read the reviews, maybe not. <laughs> our, our our thoughts and prayers to Marnie, who took the bullet on that one. Yes, really. <laughs> yeah, Lacey, how about you? What did you love this year? What did I love this year? Well, this, as a person who is a David Tennant enjoyer, was a great year for me, personally. (laughs) Um, uh, Good Omens came back and was amazing and also emotionally devastating. Doctor Who brought back David Tennant in a move that I thought would super suck. And I think it's one of the best things that the show's ever done. And so I just stay winning in 2023. I will say my other favorites include... um, 
The Great, which had an amazing third season. And I'm still mad they canceled it, but I still feel like it got a perfect ending kind of accidentally. So that worked out. Uh, what else did I really love? David Tennant been any in anything else? Like, Stage? <laughs> was there a season of Stage, right, Stage this year? More David Tennant. <laughs> Staying winning. David Tennant all the time. Yeah. And well, the man has a lot of kids to feed, so it's fine. <laughs> well, it's hardly our <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> it's, um, it's, as a people, we're helping out the tenant, the tenant fam. Um, what else did I love? Yeah, send them, send them your turkey carcass for soup after Christmas. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else did I love this? Like, it's really everything has sort of been overshadowed by David Tennant. But I did uh, see Saltburn, which I kind of loved, but I realize is a movie that a lot of people will not love because it is kind of a movie for sickos. And I think that means that I am, in fact, a sicko. I thought it was great. I, I think we are going to do an episode on Saltburn this year, um, closer to the Oscars. I slated it in our British movies because um I saw it after Lazy did, and I was like, oh my. Yeah, I was just I told Greg, I was like, baby, don't ever watch this movie. <laughs> like you will hate it so much. And I feel like he is not alone in that. Like, this is not a movie that you're gonna have like middle of the road feelings about. No. No, no, no. So um, I think actually, um, so every year there's like one or two television shows that blow me away and they become like the show of the year for me. And that isn't always like British television. Like there some shows are just better than others, period. Um, sometimes they are they are British like uh, um, um, Sherwood was one one year. Um, sometimes they're Star Wars like Andor. I still can't get over the fact that a Star Wars show was like my best of the year ever. Um, for me, that show this year, David was... Tennant was in a Star Wars show this year. I Keeping know it... <laughs> he was also the best thing in that show. Um, well, I mean, also true. I'm just saying it's the year of David Tennant. I think the best thing I watched this year, hands down, was Franny Langton. Oh, that was this year, wasn't it? That's a great show. That was, I think. Quite possibly one of the most remarkable television shows I have watched in quite some time. Uh, I don't think David I saw Tennant not in it. <laughs> well, you know, I think we can forgive them that. Um, <laughs> honestly, of all the shows I watched this year, nothing quite reached that same level. Like there were things that tried, and there were things that got close. But nothing quite ever reached that same like it just it had it had everything it had history I didn't know about it had melodrama it had romance it had it it, it had it had so many things it had great costumes it had great acting it was just it was the whole package. And honestly, like, I feel like if I had to recommend one show to people from 2023, it would be Franny Langton. The Confessions of Franny Langton is the actual whole title, but I just keep calling it Franny Langton because I am a person who shorthands things because The Confessions of Franny Langton is a long title. Sorry. Um, I also really loved, um, I loved Ray Lane. I, I actually didn't watch it until I read Emma's review, and I'm glad I did. Um, I thought both the uh, both the actors in it were newcomers. I've now seen their names floating around. I think that it's going to be like a real jump starter for them. I think it really did jumpstart their careers. It's on Hulu, which is now under the Disney Plus tile, by the way, if you uh, have that like folded together. Um, and there is no excuse. You should watch it. You should absolutely watch it. It's a it's a nice, short, easy movie. It's cute. It's funny. It's got a great soundtrack. It's it got great does. costumes. It's gorgeously shot. It's yeah. like I said, there's something for everybody in that movie. So yeah, I'm, I'm wholly there. Um, I know that I said that I would be okay if Good Omens didn't get a season three. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> what? I know, right? She's How? trying to pretend like she's trying to pretend like that was a real ending and not the like break <laughs> in the middle. It's insane. I, uh, I, I'm really glad it's getting a season three. 
Because you were wrong, you can say it. I don't know. If, I think I just wanted to like tell myself that if I didn't get a season three, I'd be okay. And Neil, we trust, babe. And Neil, we trust. I'm really, really glad they gave you a season three for your birthday, babe. I know. It was the best present. And I got a 14th Doctor stuffed Build-A-Bear, so it was a pretty good year for me. Um. So, yeah, I... You know, I didn't love Tom Jones as much as Janet did, but I, I literally forgot Tom Jones happened. <laughs> so like I Tom will Jones. say, I will say that in my, in my defense, I hate that book, so I'm not surprised that I just blanked it out. Yeah, I think that's part of it is that I just hate the book. But the two lead actors, again, a pair yeah. of newbies, um, were really great. And um, the the uh, honestly, like I think that. I think they were good, even if I didn't love the show. And I loved Hannah Waddington, and mm. and I and I loved Pearl Mackey. And honestly, I just need to see more Hannah Waddington and Pearl Mackey in period dress and in period dramas. Waddingham, I think, before somebody send before someone sends you hate mail. Sorry, <laughs> I say well, I keep saying Waddington. I know perfectly well it's Waddingham. I was like, don't mess with the Ted Lasso hive. Sorry, and I do also. I loved Hannah Waddingham's um, Christmas special. I don't know if anybody watched it, but me. On lo- <laughs> hidden away on Apple TV, um, but oh my god, it was so cute. Um, yeah, so those are those are things I think that I just I, I genuinely love this year. I really wanted to love a lot of things this year that I didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say I forgot to say that Emma's right. I only watched the Lazarus Project because she made us do a podcast on it, but it was great. It was, it was really good, like so much fun. Yeah, and I'm actually that's another one where I'm really glad that Emma like wrote about it and like yelled about it because I would not have watched it. Oh no, I 100% would not have watched that if left to my own devices. Mm-hmm. But it was really good, and people should watch it because it got renewed, so it's coming back. And, and much like uh, in 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 the in the inverse, much like Janet, I wanted to see Napoleon until Marnie turned in her review, and I went, "Oh wow!" I, I, I will <laughs> say I have not seen Napoleon, but this is just based on what I have read. I might be interested in the director's cut of it, except. It's it's four hours long, which makes me less interested because apparently that's where all the bits with Josephine went. Really? So, really? What a waste yeah. of Vanessa Kirby, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that is basically a. Um, I will say, um, I did, I did love the Endeavor finale, even though I know it was not as good as my heart wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I loved it anyway because I just loved it. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. And I I, I, I love Unforgotten, but mm-hmm. I know this season was a return to bad form of trying too hard. Um, I wanted to love D.I. Ray, but that show needs work. And I, I and I think I actually want to go to Emma now because I, I she covered that show and she knows just how much work that show needs. What shows did you watch this year that you are like you know, send it back to the drawing board? You need work. Well, I I I don't think D.I. Ray needs quite as much work as maybe you think it needs. I, it wasn't ah! for me. It was. It's not my kind of show, but I can see it working, and I I think that. It could use a bit of tightening in places and it could use a bit of a stronger uh, thesis as a show because it's trying to say something, but in a very roundabout way where they don't really want to say too much um, and they're still trying to paint a pretty broad brush. Um, but I think that the character of D.I. Ray is really compelling. I think that uh, the acting is great. I think there are a handful of somewhat compelling side characters who could use some development and have very interesting relationships with um, with D.I. Ray. So I, I'm glad that it was renewed for another season and I'll, I'll be watching. I'll be curious. But yeah, it, it could use some work and hopefully that work has been done. But we'll see. Were there any other shows this year that you watched that you're like, hmm, could use work? Well, or maybe that I'm calling it the not mad, just disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> I think that a show that really, really falls into that category for me is the show Sisters, um, which is not the kind of show that would get a second season. I don't think it's it's very much a one and done. Um, but I think it's it's emblematic of of a type of show that I think should do really well. It's centering women. It's sort of a an a, a, a out there kind of comedy, a lot of dark comedy, and it's written by women, made by women, about women, and yet it 
It did not speak to me. I thought it really missed the mark and it wasn't funny. And it made me very sad because it was exactly the kind of show that I would think I would enjoy. It reminded me a lot of the show, uh, the review just went up for um, Such Brave Girls, which I'm definitely going to be watching uh, because from the review, it sounds like Such Brave Girls did what sisters could not, which is tell a darkly funny story of women, by women, for women, in a way that is um, compelling <laughs> and funny uh, because I wanted sisters to be that so badly and it just wasn't. Um, for the record, um, our reviewer, Amy, loved such great, such brave girls. The review was but, great. Um, I will note, though, that uh, that is definitely one that is split. Either you love it or you hate mm. it. Um, but all the women I know who reviewed it love it. <laughs> Yeah, I wish that Sisters would have inspired that kind of either you love it or you hate it. I think that does speak to your by women for women thesis. Anyway, um, can, uh, Janet, you, what did you watch this year that you were like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed, as Lacey put it? Well, I thought um, Can Confidential, which had that tremendous build up. Was just sort of lame. Um, oh, and good-looking dude. What's it? Jamie Bamber. Jamie Bamber. Yes, yes he's he no is... longer being secretly British. <laughs> right. Yes. 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 He's 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 been freed. Um, I don't know. It was, it was like, what is the point of this show? You know, and the fact that people had text messages. French people were receiving text messages from other French people in English. <laughs> I mean, it was just ridiculous. And um, I was really, I was really surprised. And then I wasn't surprised that it was renewed. I mean, you had these pretty people and this pretty piece, um, place, and clearly the city of Cannes was very happy about it. And uh, well, that's that's <laughs> nice for them, isn't it? I, I will. I, I, I'm surprised you didn't say the crown. Oh, the crown. I'm going to say the crown. I was thinking we will not talk about the crown. Oh, <laughs> Well, I will jump in because I'm going to say the crown. Um, recency bias a little bit because I literally did just watch it. But like that was just, I don't know. I thought they were going to bring some, the show back more to Elizabeth than it actually did. And and outside of a couple of very good episodes at the very end, I still don't feel like the show really knew what to do with Imelda Staunton once it had her. And it spent way too much time on people who were not her. And... It really messed up the Diana's the post Diana's death episode. Unhelped by the fact that I literally just watched the Queen before I watched that, but it was just poor comparison. So I am sorry that that was such a disappointing ending to what I think was largely a very good show. Mm. Um, yeah, I felt I, um, I felt the best thing in the Queen, and I haven't I haven't watched all of it. I was you know life is too the short. Crown, I need not the Queen. I needed to go and have a nice oh the Crown sorry a nice drink of water or something. Um, but Bertie Carvel, <laughs> the Margaret episode, is Bertie good. Carvel was so good in that as the Prime Minister. And also, you liked Bertie Carvel? Yes, I, I did. We're very him. anti. We're anti. We're very anti. Oh, boy, oh dear, what's he him. done? Because I thought, <laughs> oh no, I love him. I just think he's terribly miscast in this part. We did a oh, whole yeah. episode. Oh, on dear. Him. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it, I, 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 to be fair, you probably haven't heard it yet. But honestly, like I. I disliked Bertie Carville as Tony Blair very much. So I, I find it, it interesting. It was really, did, it did no favors that I had just watched The Queen beforehand. And I was like, mm, he's no Michael Sheen. <laughs> well, this is that. That's just you, Lacey. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. She's not mm-hmm. wrong. Um, something else I was very disappointed in, which I don't think any of you probably watch, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you about it anyway, was this, t- was this four part, five part, some number of parts Amazon show starring Jenna Coleman called Wilderness oh, and let me tell you that the trailer that, like, made went. it the trailer had like Taylor Swift reputation Taylor's version songs in it <laughs> like the trailer set it all up to be like this is going to be this amazing like lady revenge killing her husband story and it's just it did not it did not turn out to be nearly as like dark or subversive or quite frankly fun as I wanted it to be like this, the, pre- the premise of the show is that she finds out her husband's cheating on her and the trailers make it look like she's going to go on this like rampage of destruction and possible murder. And mostly she just like is upset about it. <laughs> and also then someone dies and there are cops. Mm. <laughs> it was really disappointed because I was like, OK, if we're going to do this, like, let's do it. I mean, 
come on, you put you put reputation in the trailer. Let's go. And it just did not. It just it was really like it was really a a, a dud for me. And I was really sad because I live for that stuff. Um, I I will note. Um, actually, wait, before we move on, Emma, did you watch The Crown? Cause I did not because I've been a fan for many years and I heard such bad things okay. about this last season that I just haven't watched it yet. A friend of mine described it as the crown entering its flop era and I don't think that that is wrong. <laughs> I probably will watch it eventually, but all the bad things that I heard about it just made me think, ah, it's not really appoint- appointment television for me. I-, I won't go out of my way to watch it, which is really unfortunate because I, like I said, I've been a fan for a long time. Um, I do want to ask when you do. Um, can you do me a favor? Can you watch four and five back to back without stopping? I'll try. <laughs> um, no, because that's where they broke it. And and I really and truly believe that that is part of the reason why it got such bad reviews is because you stopped at four and you didn't see five mm. for a month. Yeah, the break mm. was sort of nonsensical. Again, not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I sorry. A little, uh, a little, ma- a little mad, mostly disappointed. I would like to note that I was more disappointed than mad, though I got mad several times at Ted Lasso season three. Oh, yeah. Mm. I also was extraordinarily disappointed with Ridley. All I remember is he sings in a jazz club. Literally the only thing I recall from that show. It's just a snooze. It's just a snooze is what it is. I mean, honestly, like, Lacey, you're a bit about man pain. (laughs) Um, I think was probably the most memorable part is you going. I don't even remember saying that. I hope I was funny. You were. You were very funny. It was much better than the entire show. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. Um, honestly, like I like honestly, I really hope the show finds its way to get better. Like that is the show to me that desperately, desperately needs work. I don't even remember why he was singing jazz in a jazz club. Be- I don't care, so don't well, tell me. But- you know, even a hardened detective has to have hobbies. <laughs> True. Just drink like everyone else. Yeah. Um, it's because the actor secretly jings is a, is 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 a is a amateur singer, and this this was a thing they could hang it on. That's why. Oh, That's literally why. Um, I uh, honestly like. That is, for me, like, the show that needs the most work of everything I watched this year. And I was extremely disappointed by it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, as much as I was irritated by, like, some of the things I saw in Sanditon, like, I was irritated by... God, Sanditon was this year? This year has been endless. Um, You know, as much as I was irritated... And disappointed at times by Miss Scarlet season three. Um, there, you know, there were definitely as much as I was, I was disappointed at times by Marie Antoinette. By you know, I wanted it to be better than it was. You know, all of those paled in comparison to how disappointed I was in Ridley. Oh. And same with the IRA. The key there, babe, is to have. No, I had no expectations of Ridley or interest really, but so therefore, I was not disappointed. I suppose. I mean, I as the as the mystery person of this podcast, I always go in hoping for the best with mysteries. I always want to. I always want to believe that we are about to have our next big hit. You know, because there's always, especially with with Endeavor ending. You know, Grantchester is on its third priest. People, that show's gonna run forever. Come on. <sighs> I mean, yes. If we they're, just gonna, they're just gonna keep hiring new vicars. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna keep moving. Yeah, I know, I know. And and Jordy will just keep getting grayer. It's fine. But at the same time, like I, I just was hoping for better. And and it really and truly like I think that is my biggest disappointment of the year. Mm, More wait, than I thought of another, I I thought of another one that I was like, oh, why is this show the way it is? Did anybody else watch The Winter King, which is a oh. sort of Arthurian retelling that was on MGM Plus, which seemed very d- rated for Lacey, but actually just was like sort of this weird Game of Thrones ripoff that had like Arthurian names. <laughs> I'm actually mad at that because I need MGM Plus to, like, not suck. I just need somebody to make a King Arthur story that, like, isn't bad. Mm. Why can't we just not make a good King Arthur show? I don't think anybody's done it yet. Apart from Monty, no, apart from no. Monty Python, that's the best. 
She's <laughs> a low bar because we all know I don't think Monty Python is funny. Written by a medievalist. Oh my gosh, well, that's Emma, awesome. your face. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know? I, know, I think. You, you didn't know that? That's my that's my secret shame. No, I, I learned that fact last night at my uh, medieval lecture that I went to. I'm I'm full of medieval facts now. Yeah. No, 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 no. They, it. Uh, oh, they, about me and Monty Python, you mean? No, Lacey, <laughs> yeah, Lacey hates Monty Python. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 I stand by it. Oh, I, I grew up on Monty Python. I mean, it's, you know, I'm one of those really annoying people who can bring out the catchphrases and things. But uh, no, I don't think it. I don't think it's been done. Um, I think the closest, and I don't understand why it's so hard. Like the legend has been around for literal centuries because it's so good, and the characters are so compelling. Yes. And they're like, but wait, what if we just make it about like war? Well, that's <laughs> that's the thing about a legend, isn't it? You can do anything you want to with it. It may not work, but um, yeah, the uh, the version, the Arthurian version, I liked was the one with um with the Roman soldiers. Um, the cavalry off- officers. I mean, I mean, my gosh, what a what a feast of malepolitude that was. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> and I guess there was something about Arthur. There, oh, there was a really good, um, a really good yet cliched fight on a frozen lake. Everybody has rights. Oh wait, this is the one where Kira Knightley is like a blue like a picked picked warrior princess, right? Yeah. Oh God, yeah, she looks so cold all the time. Poor, poor darling. <laughs> right, you just want to give her a blanket. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay, and then the last thing I wanted to talk about in the in the needs improvement category or the not mad just disappointed category, um, great British baking show. Oh dear, yes. And Paul Hollywood. Emma could not look less interested in. The- <laughs> <laughs> I've never. Wa- I watched the episode where the Dairy Girl actors were on it, and that's it. Oh, that's a, such a good one. It is a great that, episode. That is a, that is a delightful episode, and probably if you are not a person who loves reality competition shows, it is probably the one to watch, especially if you've watched Dairy Girls. Um, because it is a celebrity edition where all the celebrities are basically like they, they work together all the time. So they have like that family atmosphere. Emma, I'm pretty sure that Michael Sheen's been on the big. I don't yeah. like Michael Sheen. Yes. Your- oh. <laughs> all right. Whatever. You're fired. I'm sorry. His wife is half his age and it bothers me. We will me. not fire anyone on the New Year's podcast. <laughs> anyway. Um, let it, let, let us calm down. Um, Janet, you did not get to complain about the Great British Bake Off this year, but I'm sure you watched. How mad were you about Paul Hollywood? Well, I really like the fact that they have Alison on there because I think she's, she is just lovely. Alison is so great. Yes, she, she is lovely. And she's a strong enough character that she can sort of eclipse Hollywood to a, to a certain extent, but quite honestly, um, Prue doesn't stand up to him anymore. And I thought, I wonder whether Prue was okay because she seemed a bit subdued all this season. Maybe, you know, Paul beats her up for every episode or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was, and, and, and the bakes weren't a whole lot of fun. And quite honestly, the bakers weren't a whole lot of fun really either, which was a real shame. But it was, but, you know, I really think they need to take another look at that show and just go to the roots of it. What are they asking people to make? You know, probably the four of us are never likely to build some sort of six-story extravaganza with jello inside it or I know. Anything, who, but- at, who at home is making these circular bomb things for, like, their neighborhood party? Like, how do you – I have no idea how you would even start making that. Mm, yeah. Balloons. Um, I, I will say I will say that I think my favorite bake of the entire season was a the tech. Well, actually, there were two. It was two technicals. It was make the cake in the intro, make the chocolate cake that they you see oh, in, yes. in, in the in the intro and make the caterpillar cake that everybody buys from Marks and Spencer's for your birthday. Those were the two that were my favorite because those were real cake. I was very into the sausage roll bake because I love a sausage roll until I learned how many of the contestants were like, let me put random things in the sausage roll that are not, in fact, sausage. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, those were cakes that real people make and real people eat. And that, to me, was why those technicals and why those bakes worked and why they connected with me. 
No one wants prawn in their sausage roll. Mm. No one wants prawn in their sausage roll. <laughs> this is correct. <laughs> All right. Um, we, let us now turn to the new year as we are turning to the new year and talk about what we are looking forward to in 2024. And Emma, I'm going to ask you to kick it off because I know that you have several shows that you are really hoping come to the U.S., yeah, well, as I said, uh, Lazarus Project Season 2, I'm really looking forward to. I don't know where that stands as far as coming to the U.S., but I think it's already aired in the U.K. Uh, I have seen the uh, screenshots on Tumblr, so I know it's out somewhere. Um, <laughs> I managed to find, like, six other people who are also watching this show. Um, but anyway... There's The Lazarus Project and two shows that uh, came out in the UK this year that I really hope come to the US next year. Uh, are th This goes along with my my hobby, which is watching uh, shows that Doctor Who actors are in. Uh, because one of the shows is uh, One Night, which is an Australian, um, I think, sort of thriller drama with Jodie Whittaker in it. And it looks really good. Talk about a show uh, by women, for women, about women. I, I think it's uh, of that uh, type of show, but not a comedy. It just looks fantastic. I've heard great things about it. And I really would like to watch it. And I am also really looking forward to the show uh, Wolf with Sasha Dewan um, and a bunch of other actors. But Sasha is the one I'm watching for. Um, and that is a... a thriller crime drama it it's horrifying it's very scary i i don't do well with scary shows but i <laughs> i think you're he's subjecting a great actor yourself nevertheless yes yeah <laughs> I, I i will do it um for a doctor who actor i will watch any show uh, <laughs> and wolf looks like a really really great show and i think that it would um find a good audience here in the U.S. So I hope that Wolf and One Night and The Lazarus Project Season 2 all end up on our doorstep very quickly. I believe The Lazarus Project Season 2 is coming to TNT or yes. TBS. Somewhere where no one will watch it, but that's fine. Yes, Um. and and then we'll probably end up on Max again somewhere where no one will watch it. Um. Uh, One Night is currently a Paramount Plus joint, so God knows where it will end up. Um, and uh, Wolf is a BBC One show, which means it could end up on BritBox. It could end up selling to PBS, but I don't think so because I think it's a little scary for that. Yeah, um, it's quite it, scary. <laughs> or it could, because of the scariness, it could end up on the AMC Plus niche of networks because it would work really well as a Shutter Sundance Now AMC Plus Acorn. Um, you know, one of those where it 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 goes across several of them at once. So I wouldn't be surprised if I saw it there. Anyway, those are my guesses of where those shows might end up. Um. Uh, Janet, what are you looking forward to in 2024? Oh, Wolf Hall. We've waited long <gasps> enough. Wolf Hall yeah. 2. Yes. Uh, it's called Wolf Hall, colon, the mirror and the light. It is called Wolf Hall 2, according to my SEO. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, the name of the third book is the mirror and yes. the light. So take that. Yeah. It's true. Um, because no one remembers there's a second book in between. Which is called Bring Up the Bodies. Some of us know. They incorporated Bring Up the Bodies into the first season. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm really looking forward. I mean, thank goodness that's come back. Um, and, um, oh, I'm also looking forward to Funny Woman because I love the book. Um, I think Nick Hornby's quite brilliant in that. And it's so interesting because it's about very early radio and very early TV in Britain. And I think that's going to be fabulous. Um I, I would like to plug Funny Woman, um, yes. which is coming to PBS. It's going to be the 10 p.m. along with All Creatures and uh, and uh, Miss Scarlet. Um, and uh, we will be recapping it here, and we will be doing a podcast on it. Excellent. Anyway, anyway go, keep going, Janet. Sorry. Oh, well, uh, let's see. I'm also looking forward to, um, uh, to, to World on Fire 3. I mean, I guess World on Fire 3 is happening. Do we know? No, yet? we've heard nothing. Oh, we've dear. We've heard nothing. Oh, dear. Uh, well, we've also heard nothing on Annika season three, and that ended on a cliffhanger and a half. So I'm a little not happy about that. I don't know. So many things end on a cliffhanger, you know, um, mm -hmm. blind, um, 
blind optimism, I guess. Um, I was hoping there might be another season of Holding, um, which was an Irish police procedural um, set in a very small Irish town based on a book by Graham Norton um, with a really lovely detective, um, PJ Collins, and his, he was played by Conneth Hill. I found my notes. Um, that was a terrific series. Um, and I I mean, I guess it depends if Graham Norton wants to produce another book on him. I don't know. But I thought that was a fantastic series. I was also going to say Hill is in a lot of shows right now. He's got the, the Power of Parker show that's on the BBC. And he's in The Lovers. Uh, yes, and he's also a uh, he's going to be in Moonflower Murders, mm-hmm. which is the the Magpie Murders sequel. I call it Magpie Murders Two because I am an SEO whore. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Lacey, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty four? Uh, well, I think to the surprise of no one, my first response is going to be the new season of Doctor Who, in which uh, nobody Shinigawa is surprised gets to be the Doctor. No surprise. Uh, I am very excited to see where the show goes with Russell T. Davies back, and and I thought Shooty was amazing in the time he had in the 60th anniversary. So, I don't know. I'm very excited. It's uh, technically aired an episode at Christmas, but that's not the new season, so it doesn't count. Um, season. I don't know what we're calling it now, but technically I think it's season 14. Disney is calling it season one. <laughs> whatever. Season 14 or season 42, whatever it is. I am is calling like- it series 41. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I like that. I'll hop on that train. It's fine. New Doctor Who New Doctor Who will be arriving for me this year. So that is exciting. And I'm very much looking forward to it. Other than that, let's see. Um, I'm excited for uh, Extraordinary to come back. Um, I know that's, I think, coming to ITV in the early part of the year. I don't know when Hulu might bring it over, but hopefully sooner rather than later uh, because it's awesome. And I'm really looking forward to, I don't, this this show seems to have something of a turbulent like production s- situation. Uh, the period drama called Mary and George was going to air on AMC and has now moved like house to stars and... I don't really know what in the world I should expect from any of this, but it looks kind of dark and fun. And it's it's a period drama about an era an era that we are not making a lot of period dramas about. So Which period is that? I don't know. Plus this plus the story is like really interesting. It's um it's uh it's the what is her name? Mary Villiers, who basically like sets her son up to seduce the king and he becomes a, a royal favorite and they wield a bunch of power and I don't know. It's very messy. So I'm excited oh, cool. for that. Uh, what is her? I guess her son's name is George because it's called Mary and George. Duh. But <laughs> it's the Villiers family and they're very like, you know, famously influential. And uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Vincent, uh, Tony Curran. That's his name. Vincent in the Vincent and the Doctor episode of Doctor Who is playing King James. So it should be pretty, should be pretty fun. Um. What else? What else? I'm also excited. I've seen a little bit of this, so it's this is sort of cheating, but akin to Emma following Doctor Who actors around, I follow Peter Capaldi around, and he has a new show coming out on Apple in January called Criminal Record, where he's sort of this detective who may or may not be like a good cop or a good man or anything, and he's starring in it opposite Kush Jumbo, who is always amazing, and it's really quite good. Mm. Um, I would like to put, throw in a plug that we will also be covering that with weekly recaps and also probably a podcast. <laughs> oh, no, I have to talk about Peter Capaldi. <laughs> I know. Um, no. Anyway, continue, Lacey, now that I've thrown in that plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else. I actually really want to know, speaking of things that haven't found an American home yet, I want to see The Burning Girls really badly because it seems creepy. It's about religion and it stars Samantha Morton who I, again, will watch do whatever, Mm. but it's a Paramount Plus series that's already aired in the UK and does not currently have an American home that I am aware of, which is upsetting. Well, it could be Paramount Plus, but Paramount Plus is a mess. Um, Ooh, did not talk about the gold and things I was disappointed in, but that goes on the list. uh, Gold season two is actually going to happen, but not with Paramount Plus. Um, We can always hope that, like, Netflix decides to, like, do to the gold what it's doing with the terrorist and uh, pick up season one and then, like, air season two. Um, Because Netflix is apparently, like, taking all the things and, like, 
honestly, I'm I'm here for Netflix taking all the things. Oh, wait. I don't know how or when they're going to air this, but I have like in my gut a certainty that we will be getting some number of episodes of the Sandman second season this year. And I am Ooh. ready for that. Cool. Oh, speaking of Netflix, um, Bridgerton. Uh, oh, right. Bridgerton, because they're splitting it, which is so stupid. Yep. They're not uh, uh, better. Yeah. Anyway, um, things I am looking forward to this year. Um, well, let's see. Obviously, I am looking forward to um I I'm actually quite looking forward to Marlowe Murder Club. Um, as I said, I am, as our mystery person, always looking forward to new mysteries that come to PBS. And the Marlowe Murder Club is uh, Masterpiece's new one, and I'm hoping it is much better than Ridley. Um, honestly, I can't see how it couldn't be. It's got Samantha Bond and Scott Joe Martin, um, and they are a murder club. They are a, a club of women who solve murders. I mean, how can this go wrong? Uh, Cobra season three uh, is happening on Sky, which means that Cobra season three will happen on PBS at some point next year or this year. Oh, um, so I am very excited oh, right. about. There's a, what is the sub? What is the subtitle of this season? It's something insane. It's something. It, it, it's it's it's. I don't know if it's as good as Cyber War, but it's pretty. Something good. big blows up in London, perhaps. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a it's a coup. There's a coup. Um, the tour. Uh, basically, basically, there's it's um civil war or something like that. Oh, something small, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, it is. It, it is. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and it is silly, and I freaking love uh, Cobra. It is. You know, it's just the silliest. Um. And that's why. And 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 honestly, like that is why I. You know, Cobra Rebellion. That is what it is called. Um. But it's basically like basically yes. There's a civil war going on. Um. Because that's what we really needed after we watched a. Uh, after we watched the prime minister go back to um, stripping uh, in uh, the uh, the spinoff of um, Full Monty um, on FX this year. <laughs> um, uh, I also am looking forward to Moonflower Murders, which I'm referring to as Magpie Murders 2. Um, as I said, I'm also looking forward to Miss Austin, which I wasn't actually until I saw the cast. Um, but I really love, Ke- I, I love future Dame Keely Hawes mm-hmm. and I love Rose Leslie. So that's, that's and I am looking forward to Vienna Blood season four. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Miss Austin too. But the book was—I didn't like the book at all. Um, so no, I didn't really like the book that much. But the cast is good, and so I am—I'm now looking forward to it much more because of the cast than mm-hmm. I was as an adaptation. Oh, and of course, I feel like I should also shout out to Wolf Hall season two. I mean, Harriet Walter is joining the cast. Um, Spider-Man is deciding that maybe he's going to be grown up enough to come back to PBS for us. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm here for all of that. Um, I also have several shows that have no American home. Um, Henpocalypse, which sounds ludicrous, but it's literally that like a bridal party goes to uh, a, a group of, you know, bridesmaids go out and the apocalypse happens and they come out and they're literally the only ones left. Um, uh, I mentioned The Power of Parker, um, which is uh, Colin Thill's new show. Uh, there's a, a wolf, which you mentioned. Mm. Um, Shakespeare, the series, which is Sarah Lancashire and uh, Stephen Knight, um, which I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm there. <laughs> um, yeah. Dope Girls, which has a dope cast. Um there's just so many. Oh, and it used to be called Delia Balmer, but now it's called something else. And it's the next thing that uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. And it's true crimey. And I forget what they changed the name to. I think it's um, a serial killer. Yeah. And and it was they were they were trying to sell it. Um, They were trying to sell it this past summer. I, I saw it was they had it um at MIPCOM this past fall. Um, And I don't know who it went to or if it even sold. But I would really love to see that come to America. Um, so yeah, there's just, there's so many things that mm. I would really just, I, I, I'm looking forward to. Oh, oh, the Red King, um, which is a, a UK TV show that has no home over here, but has just the most stellar cast. And as you said, like, these are, these are theory and shows that like, you know, nobody's made a good one yet. This one looks like it could be good. And I would like to see it be good. Um, so this is the next chance we've got to maybe have one that won't suck. Um, so please, maybe. Um, the, the, yeah, 
I, I've got I've got a lot. Um. Also, I, I know this is going to suck, but I don't care. Um. I want to see Argyle. <laughs> and and I I'm aware that I that that it's going to be a terrible terrible movie. I, I'm perfectly aware. But Henry Cavill making fun of himself as James Bond with John Tina. There's also cat in it, which is something yeah. that I care about deeply, cat representation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, there's just, there's just so much. Oh, oh, and Three Little Birds, with, which is Lenny Henry's first show that he's ever written, which is, like, based on his mom's life. Like, that also just looks like, that looks like in the same way that Franny Langton is a story that I don't know, and I, 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 that's a piece of history that I need to know more of. Three Little Birds is about the Windrush, Windrush generation, which I don't know nearly enough about, and I'd like to know more. So that's another one. So, yeah, like, I just, I have such a list, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, uh, final thoughts? <laughs> I think we had a pretty good year for TV in 2023. I mean, it's geared specifically to my interests, for sure. Yeah. I, there seemed to be a lot of series set in unusual places, which I thought was great. Karen Peary um, and Grant Harbour, both in Scotland. Um, Karen Peary was, was brilliant. I thought it was an excellent show. And I guess we're having more of that, are we? Yes, we are. That should actually... There should be a season two of that coming at some point. I don't know if it'll be 2024 or 2025. Mm-hmm. I guess I can wait. Well, I don't know whether I can wait that long. but um, And it is just nice to see some different areas. Um, I think that is something that the BBC, for years, the BBC has been trying to get people to go make series in places other than London and Bath, I think. Um but Bristol is a big favourite with filmmakers. Um, and I think it's because it's got the old buildings, but the traffic is easier. I, I really think that's it. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we have some good things coming our way. And uh, uh, we we will be talking about them and writing about them, and it will be fun. Huzzah! Emma? Oh, gosh. I, I don't have that many final thoughts. I agree with Lacey. It was a great year for TV, especially TV geared to me. It was a great year for queer TV. Um, a lot of gay men. I'd like some more lesbians uh, next year, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, I uh, I had a lot of fun, especially in the summer. There, it was like back to back to back things coming out in the summer that I was really excited about. Um, so, more of that, please. And yeah, next year, not as many like big ticket items for me. Shows that I've been, you know, following for a long time or super excited about. So it'll be nice to take a rest and to watch things that are new to me, things that are um, maybe not what I would typically watch. So I'm looking forward to whatever I discover in 2024. Annie, your final thoughts? Um, my final thoughts, other than that, uh, I would like someone to please rescue uh, the great pottery throwdown from Max. In fact, I would like someone to just go to Max wholesale, take everything British away from them and rescue it. Um, and someone please bring me the great British sewing bee. Thank you. Oh, I would, I would love to see that. But isn't, um, haven't the, hasn't the museum where it was filmed, hasn't that been closed? Um, yeah, but they're still making yes. another season. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. I don't know whether yeah. I don't know where it's being set this year, but there's another season coming. It's a pity because I mean, one of the wonderful things about the series was seeing those buildings and uh, you know knowing that they have been there for so long and were still being used. Um, it's such a fun show. All the crying. But yes, um, but yes. The, the, those are my, my final thoughts are, as usual, someone, someone um, rescue everything off of Max because Max doesn't deserve any of it. And uh, and and someone please bring me the sewing bee. That is all. She asked for the sewing bee every year, guys. Every year. Um, I'm a one woman campaign to bring the sewing bee to America. Uh, so is that it? Is that a wrap on 2023? I think so. Great. I don't have to do anything for the rest of the year. That's not true. Um, But uh, that is our show. That is a wrap on the year. Happy New Year to everybody who is is listening to this. Um, Janet and Emma, thank you both for coming and chatting with us today, as usual. Um, 
and tell people where they can find you elsewhere. Emma, you get to go first. Well, you can find me on threads at Emma OD 22. Uh, that's me, my own personal thoughts and opinions. And then uh, for more from WETA and more of my face, you can follow us at WETA TV FM on Instagram and threads and learn about DC local history and arts and culture and sometimes TV too. <laughs> Janet, your turn. Oh, well, I'm on Facebook, though I don't do very much there. Um, I always come in and apologize for having an account that I don't really do much with. I take pictures of um, plants and cats. And um, I'm on um, X, formerly known as Twitter, because I don't know where else to go. And um, But it's not a nice place to be. Blue Sky, I have an invite. You want an invite to Blue Sky? I'll put you on Blue Sky today. All right. Thank you very much. There we go. <laughs> yes. Um, does that mean I'll actually have to post things? <laughs> no. Possibly. But not that much because it's not as active as I want it to be. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Well, I guess I, I may well be on Blue Sky soon then. So thank you. And Happy New Year, everyone. And um, uh, and remember to support WETA and televisions. That's really important. Thank you for doing that. Huzzah. Annie. I, this is going to take us a minute to get all the way around the table, y'all. I, everybody's already skipped forward, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, you can find me at any bundle everywhere on the internet. Um, you can find me uh, on televisions where I am the associate editor. You can find me freelancing around the web. Um, and, you know, honestly, because Janet shouted out to tell you to donate to WETA, I'm going to say it too because, you know, my boss is going to be all like, Janet said it. Why didn't you? Because Janet used to work in the development department. It's a knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's my turn now. Uh, well, you say it every they, week, so you can yeah, I say it every week. So I'm not going to say it now. I'm just going to tell you that I am Lacey MV on every social media platform that allows you to pick your own username. I write a lot here at Televisions and around the entertainment web, but I always tweet skeet or otherwise share my bylines so i don't know come be my friend you can get even more doctor who yelling directly from the source uh if none of that sounds interesting to you the site is on facebook at televisions blog all one word and uh, we live at televisions.org if you want to read some more recaps reviews listicles news updates all kinds of cool things we just published a piece well, I guess just for us, but it'll be like a couple of weeks for you when you hear this about disability and Doctor Who that I really want everybody to go read because it was great. I wrote it. Uh, Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> Huzzah! Uh, while you're on that website, you can support us by clicking that donate button up top and help us keep making all of this great content for your eyes and ears and perhaps even get access to PBS Passport, which will be stuffed full of new and exclusive things for you to watch in this new year, including the new seasons of All Creatures, Miss Scarlet, uh, funny Woman, which I am absolutely going to call Funny Girl for like most of its run. Sorry in advance. And a bunch of other things that I'm sure I don't even remember. Um, that is a wrap on our show. It is a wrap on 2023. It is hello to 2024. Happy New Year. We wish everybody the best of all good things in, in this next turn around the sun. We appreciate all of you so much for listening and hanging out with us. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. 